This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to episode 92 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich. And I am thrilled to be here today. I'm talking about a topic today that is near and dear to me. And I also think it's going to be extremely beneficial for you ladies who are growing service-based businesses. And because we are service providers, we tend to be the servant type. So we tend to serve, serve, serve. And it's part of our nature. And it's a really big gift that we have. But today, we're going to talk about how you can be served. And so we're focusing on the four people that you need in your business as it grows. So thank you again for hanging out with me. We're going to dive right into this. But before we get there, I want to introduce myself really quick. If you're brand new here, we just launched our Scope Creep Solution, which is our five-day sprint. And through that, we gained quite a few followers and new people to our community. So I wanted to take a quick second to welcome you, to thank you for hanging out here. This podcast is all about helping operators build sustainable businesses that allow them to lead a legacy life. So many of us get into business for different reasons, but one of those that I find that is common, a common thread in my community, are the fact that we are building businesses that lend to the lifestyle that we dreamt of having. And I fully believe and I know deeply that you can leverage your innate skill sets such as project management and leadership and human resources, all of those things that you were born with that have made you who you are, have given you the success that you've already received. But we can hone into those. We can monetize those. We can receive promotions through those. And all of the success that you dream of can be leveraged off of that skill set. That's exactly what we do here in the Ops Authority. We train aspiring operators to become certified directors of operations. And we are just kicking off our ninth round here shortly. I want to take another second to welcome the 30 plus women that have joined us in our round nine certification. If that's something that's interesting to you, I definitely want you to continue to listen to us check out this podcast, learn everything you can. We give an action every single week so that you can take away from the learnings and the time that we're spending together and in turn, enhance your business, enhance your growth, provide you additional confidence and equip your leadership skills as you develop in this space. So thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies, for hanging out with me today. Let's dive in to this great content we have for episode number 92. A common question that I receive is, who do you lean on for support? Who is your mentor? Who is your coach? 
So I love this question. And as I reflect back over my entire professional career, even before I had a profession, like back into the days of my youth, I always remember having mentors, people who developed me, people who looked after me, who poured into me. And I, in turn, based on my innate skills, have turned into a mentor for many other people. But I would be remiss to say that I have reached this point in my business or in my life, whether that includes success or not, but I wouldn't be at this point that I am at if I did not have the influence of a variety of different people in my life. So I have identified a common thread of four different types of people that have influenced me in my journey. And I wanna share those with you guys because I know that you'll be able to identify some, but I wanna stretch you a little bit further, make sure that you round everything out, that you have four different types of people that help you as you're growing your business and as we're personally developing as well. I'm talking about this today from a professional perspective, but I also want to be very clear that I have had these in my life, definitely in my personal life, specifically as I have been in volunteer organizations, in my personal life, in my church life. You're going to see these different types of people that play a massive part in your journey. And I just wanted to call it out before we dove into this. I know that this podcast is primarily about business and our professional life, but I do want to say that this is a framework and a structure that has really served me both personal and professional. So let's dive into the four different people you need in your business as it grows. So the first type of person that you need is what I'm going to lovingly call your biz bestie. So these are business influences that have become real, like in real life friends to you in the journey of your relationship. So these are typically some of the very first people that come in and influence your business. They are like you. They're similar to you. They're probably in a very similar stage of business. And I met so many of these people in Facebook groups as I was becoming visible, interacting, getting to know people, engaging. I was trying to As much as I was sharing in Facebook groups, I was also receiving and being developed. And you find a common interest in people. For me, oftentimes I would hop onto a coffee chat and then develop really strong connections. Sometimes those people would turn into clients. And when my specific time in their business was up, I maintained that friendship as well. And that very much describes some of the people that I have that influence me that are definitely biz besties. But the thing I want you to know is your business bestie, you have a real life connection to them. So these people in my life, we are definitely deeper than business, right? So business may have been the thing that attracted us to one another. They either had a need or a solution that I was looking for, or maybe I provided that for them. So we developed a business relationship. And through that relationship, we started to get more candid, more open. Maybe we were expressing more of our values. We're talking about our families, et cetera. And we became friends. And so that's where the term business bestie comes up is if I've learned anything in this online space, I can tell you that I have made dozens and dozens of really, really strong friendships and relationships 
from people that I have never even met in real life. (laughs) But they are people that I lean on when personal things come up in my life. So these business besties are their influences and they're very, very easy to speak with. They allow you to be open, to be candid, to be kind of unscripted. And there's so much value that comes into that. The next type of person that you need in your business is what I'm going to call a mastermind. And mastermind has lots of different explanations, but I'm going to simplify it here that the mastermind, it doesn't necessarily need to be peer-led or paid. It can be either one, but in a mastermind, you typically are attracted to a group of people. And within that group, you share values. So there is a similarity between a common thread between the entire group. And in my experience, and this is not a prescription, but I have had the best luck in masterminds when we all had a connection around our strongest values. And at the same time, the businesses that we represented had a great big variety. And so nobody was in the same competitive space. So I have not been in a mastermind with a bunch of operators. I prefer to be in a mastermind of complementary businesses. So people who are leveraging a digital marketing strategy that are all focused from a lifestyle business perspective, really working for a legacy, but at the same time, still very success-driven. So The commonality we have is values, but the difference that we have is the different business structures that make us up. And so that has been extremely helpful for me because these people come from different backgrounds. They have different experiences. There is more than one person and we tend to collaborate in groups and then it makes it easy for them to pour into me, to fill the gaps. And of course, over time, those masterminds become stronger and stronger and stronger. And eventually, at least in my case, the strongest masterminds that I have been a part of have then transcended down into that business bestie. But when you're starting in a mastermind, whether it's paid or peer led, I would relate it to that dating phase, you know? So you're just trying to figure out if the values truly do align and if there's going to be, (laughs) no pun intended, but value that is transacted between the entire group. So you wanna make sure that people are all contributing, that everyone has a say, that people equally give and take. And of course, there are several, because there are several people here, the complexity is higher and higher. And the peer-led masterminds for me have been the most fruitful. I have also been in paid masterminds as well, but my peer-led ones have been very organic. So typically somebody is kind of the leader or the spearhead of at least of orchestrating it and pulling it together. But we have, you know, maybe a couple of people will come together and then every, those two people will add an additional one or two people. Currently, I have been in a mastermind for several years. We travel together. Their influence in my business is very, very big. And I consider them my board of directors now. We didn't start at that level, but we have grown into that level. And we have a very, very deep relationship. It definitely transcends business and gets deeper into the friendship and the personal support that I have. And I've also been in masterminds that were peer-led that never got to this level, but we still had the ability to breathe and to pour into one another's businesses. And then that third layer, this third layer is extremely important. 
And this is a critical piece for you if you were moving from more of that growing into the scaling phase of business. This is a mentor and a coach. This person is typically paid. I actually don't know of a time where a mentor or a coach in this capacity would be unpaid, but in my experience, I have always paid for someone at this level. And here's the difference in your mastermind, your business bestie, and the level of person I'm talking about here. With a mentor or a coach, this person has gone before you. So they're significantly ahead of you in business. They have experience underneath their belt. They also have success underneath their belt. They're doing something that you aspire to do. They have what you need. And I'm going to go deeper in this in other episodes and also in a blog post that we have coming up and a LinkedIn article that we also have coming up. But I'm going to talk to you guys more about how you find a mentor to serve you. But In my journey of finding a mentor, I've had four mentors as I have been in this phase of my professional journey. So since I have owned the Office Authority for the last six years, I've had four different paid mentors. And at different times in my journey, I have reached out and have become connected and mentored and coached by somebody who had something that I needed. Sometimes that was in the operational field. Sometimes I was really leveraging business model experience and knowledge. And currently, I am mentored by Kelly Roach, and my connection to her is that I needed support in the marketing side of my business. I obviously, having a background in operations, had really felt strong in the delivery and in the back office part of my business, but I wanted to deepen and to get stronger and better in the marketing side. She was somebody who had con- who had gone before me, who was doing big things, and I really wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to see how she did it. When you get into this mentor and coaching situation, it's a two-way street. So I am being poured into, I'm learning the way that the mentor or the coach does things, but at the same time, they're reflecting back to me. They're course correcting. They're giving me advice. They're giving me strategies. I know one of the richest things I have received from every single coach that I have worked with are the strategies that have helped them to become effective. So In most cases, they have a framework, they have a special sauce that people are attracted to. And again, I just want to reiterate that sometimes you need a mentor that has gone before you in the area in a similar discipline to where you're at. And other times you have to flip that script. Once you satisfy that need, maybe you'll be looking for something else. And it's absolutely fine. I believe firmly you cannot have more than one mentor at a time. It is my belief that when you start working, and I've seen this go wrong too many times, but when you start working and being influenced by several thought leaders, it can really cause you pause. And if you're listening to this podcast today, I know that you're probably more of a fact finder. You like learning. You enjoy being in an environment of digging deeper and looking for all the facts. And when we get When our environment becomes pervasive with thought leaders, ideas, and strategies, it can put us in a place of stagnation. And so I would advise everybody who's listening to this, you have to do the internal work to figure out what it is and where it is that you need support 
The next piece of this is finding who they are, validating that they're who you need, and maybe if values is a big thing to you, which I hope it is, (laughs) you're going to find and validate that this person aligns with you. And then you want to make sure that it is a two-way. So as much as you're going to learn, you're also going to receive feedback in return. And then here's the fourth layer, and I want to close this podcast today by making sure that you know that this is completely fine. Sometimes, do you ever find yourself like stalking people who really have like no influence in your business? They're not in the same line of business. They're not in the same industry. They probably don't even have the same skills as you, but something about them is just intriguing. And then we go into the rabbit hole of stalking them, of learning every single thing about them. They become role models. I'm gonna call this type of person an inspirational figure. So for me, these people, especially in the professional sense, these people are, they're not in my field. They have nothing to do with my business, but they're aspirational. Maybe it's the way that they run their business. I'll share with you that Sarah Blakely, the CEO and founder of Spanx, is someone that I admire. I love how human she is. I love the way that she pours into her family and her business. I love the way that she builds her team The way that she has added to her team, just her entire story is really inspirational to me, but her business model is nothing. I have no desire to be in a product-based business. So that's a great example of having an inspiration, of watching her, the way that she shows up, and also the way she builds her business. Of course, I don't want to replicate what she's building, but I'm influenced by the way that she is particularly doing this. And I could say this for a handful of people out there, but I think it's very important important for us to find these people who aren't in our space, but still give you an aspirational level to watch, to admire, to train. So having these inspirational figures is extremely important to me. It also makes me feel very, very grounded in what I'm doing today. And it helps me to connect it to the future, to what it could be. It also helps me with strategy, with the way, with being innovative, with watching the way other women or other people are running businesses. It fuels me. I love this part and this layer or this type of person that influences me as I have grown my business. And so just to recap, we've got four different people that you're gonna need in your business as it grows. You're gonna need them now, you're gonna need them when you're growing, you're gonna need them when you're scaling, and the person is going to change over time. But I believe that you need all four of these at all times in your business. So the first is your business bestie. The next is a mastermind. Again, that mastermind is the place where you have similar values, but different experiences and different business models. And then you've got that paid coach and mentor that is ahead of you. They have what you aspire to have. And then that inspirational figure. These are role models. They typically have nothing to do with your business model, but I bet they are aspirational to you. So as we wrap up today, of course, I've got an ops activity for you. I want you to head over to theopsinsiders.com. This is our Facebook community where we pour into this, where we pull together a community of like-minded women who have these same skills of operations, project management, human resources, data, finance. We pull these women together because we are a community that loves to serve businesses as they grow. Maybe you are going to be leveraging your operational skills to 
build a big, robust business. And this is the community I want you to be a part of. Go on and head over to theopsinsiders.com. We welcome you into that community. And with every single episode, we give you an ops activity. It's to make sure that when you're listening to this, it's not just another podcast that you're listening to. It's actually informative. It gives you direction. And I'm all about action here. I know that action creates confidence, and that's exactly what I want you to have. So with this episode today, we talked about the four different people you need in your business. And I want to know, I want you to post in our group this week, who is your business bestie or besties? Go ahead and give them a shout out. If they share the love of operations, invite them into our group. I would absolutely love to have them. But most of all, I want to hear from you. Who are your business besties that support you that have maybe started as a business relationship and have turned into friends, a true deep friendship? I'd love to know who they are and give them a shout out for supporting you. I know that that's an integral part of who we are and that support is unmatched because it's so organic and so, so deep. Ladies, thank you so much for hanging out here. I really appreciate you being here for episode number 92. We will be back next week and I can't wait to see you there. Go ahead and head on over to theopsinsiders.com. I wanna hear who your business besties are. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.